please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Hi, this is Greg McIntyre, estate planning and elder law attorney with McIntyre Elder Law, and I'm here with my law partner, Brendan Begley, also estate planning and elder law attorney. And we're going to talk about the top three mistakes in estate planning, the top three mistakes that we see in estate planning. And the first one that we see that is huge is a failure to plan. So failing to plan and how that can hurt you. Okay. You may say, hey, uh, I'm going to be dead anyway, so who cares what happens to my assets, right? I, I've heard that before, right? Yeah, um, dude, but, wow. But, but really, it, it's, it's more than that, okay? Mm-hmm. And not planning can severely impact you in a number of ways, and in, including making sure you're cared for during your life in the proper way, powers of attorney, uh, long-term care situations, the benefits, uh, where it takes a lot more heavy lifting resources time and energy, perhaps ending up under a state guardianship where you have some stinking attorney that's overall your health care and financial affairs. And who wants that? Right. I don't want that job either. Right. By the way. So so proper estate planning ahead of time can take care of that. What have you seen? You know, nightmares where people have failed to plan ahead, Brenton? Oh, man. You know, one of the biggest ones that calls out to me is the failure to put powers of attorney in place. A lot of people will think about estate planning as something that happens after you pass away or something you plan for, for after you pass away. But as you said, it's really important to protect you during your life. And one of the main things that can protect you is a power of attorney and having, um, and not having that power of attorney in place can be very dangerous. So let me give you an example. I've had many situations where, you know, a person did not put a power of attorney in place. They might not even have thought about it the power of attorney they put in place maybe, you know, expired because the person that they named died years and years ago. Um, So they don't have a valid power of attorney to rely on. They develop dementia, uh, Alzheimer's, some type of debilitating disease, and then you have to seek guardianship of them. And that is a sad situation, no matter how much it's needed, because that means that that person no longer gets to make their own decisions. And Maybe, just maybe, it's not the family making those decisions. It could be DSS. It could be a third-party independent attorney making those decisions on behalf of that individual. It's just a sad situation for everyone involved. And just a second one I'll throw out there is the failure to plan to avoid probate is a huge deal because probate, as I've said many times, is a process where assets go, um, you know, well, inheritances go to die. That's, that's uh, you know, if you can think of probate that way, then it can frame how important it is to plan to avoid that process. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, from a long-term care planning perspective, it's much easier to put in place proper estate planning ahead of time yes. uh, and contemplate that. But, you know, as human beings, I know that we are motivated primarily by fear and that current fire that is underneath us that is motivating us to act instead of simply planning ahead, which is easier and always better, okay? Always better, whether you're studying for a test uh, and not cramming the night before, or you're doing estate planning. You're always going to do better um, if you plan ahead. And for those, you know, I hear, hey, what does it matter? I'm, I'm going to die anyway, or it's in God's hands and those things. And, you know, I'm, I'm I, you know, that might be controversial to say, but I'm going to tell you one of the biggest social media posts that I see replies, 
all the time. To the posts we have are yeah. that God's going to take care of it. It's in God's hands. It's these things. And, and that's all well and good that yeah. we may say it's in God's that's hands. That's you the tools, you know? Well, well you know, the, I'm, I'm extremely respectful of my own yeah. and other people's deeply held religious beliefs. But God helps those who help themselves. And he That's gave right. you a brain and the ability to make choices. And anything else is just you being lethargic and lazy and not taking matters into your own hands. Right. And, and that and that and that really is what I think about it is it's like, yeah. that's great. You know, um, that that you put that faith in a higher power and that's good. But, you know, he gave you the ability to make choices to help yourself and to seek out professional help. And and, you know, so so I see all kind of issues with just sitting back, waiting, throwing that out to a third party to maybe take care of etherically or, you know, hoping luck happens. And I hope I win the lottery tomorrow. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm more about. Making clear, decisive choices, seeking out help and taking care of things. I know. When I get worried about big things, and I have been into 2023, it was a tough year, 2022. It was a lot of things. I had, you know, a lot of anxiety, feeling a little underappreciated. Just those things were going on in my life and in my head recently. And I know the way out of that is to think about the great things I have in my life that I'm grateful for and to make a list of the things that I'm anxious about and Mm -hmm. make sure I take care of those and knock those out one by one. I mean, your emotions are telling you things. So when you get anxious, if you're worried about end of life issues, if you're worried about long term care, you know, the way to take care of that is to actually accomplish the things that take away that worry. So, uh, yeah, and I'll tell you, you know, from my experience, uh, there's a couple of different types of people, people who are anxious about that sort of thing and other people who actually are anxious about it, but don't know that they are. Um, they don't want to think about it. They don't want to talk about it. It's uncomfortable for them, but it's a really important thing. To you know, do. you know, have no emotions. That's right. That's right. Not not only to to you know, it's necessary to plan, but it's also necessary to go through the exercise of confronting your own mortality because it really makes things so much better as far as understanding what you're doing when you're leaving a legacy I'm behind. Notes. I'm taking notes. Oh yeah, you should write this down. Um, understanding that, hey, what I do now during my life, like the moments that I live moment to moment is my life. And the things that I do right now during my life, that that has an impact. And the plans that I put in place have an impact. And then becoming much more in tune with the way that you handle hard topics like death or after you're no longer around or your inevitable decline as far as health goes, you know, if you're able to handle those concepts, you're able to communicate your wishes. And, you know, uh, one of the things we haven't mentioned here in our list of, of, you know, three things that people do as far as mistakes in estate planning, I would add another one, failure to communicate. Number one reason why people fail to communicate their wishes to their loved ones. What if you name a power of attorney and that person has no idea what your wishes are? How, you know, that, I mean, how effective are they going to be, you know, are, you know, in acting on your behalf? Not very. So the number one reason why people don't communicate is because they don't want to have the conversations about hard stuff. They don't want to confront what they're actually anxious about. They don't want to confront things like death and, and, you know, money 
health, all those things. And if you're able to tackle those, have those conversations, you'll feel a weight off your subconscious. One of the things that I've always, as an estate planning and elder law attorney. That's what we mean by peace of mind, by the way. That's what that means. Right, right. It's taking away the anxiety. It's yeah. taking away that work. Um, it's, it's, it's taking care of the things that you need to take care of, which, which we stress is primarily yourself during your life. And then, yeah. and then, you know, we can look at take, making sure you're taking care of, you know, long-term care issues that you have that you protect what you have. You, you, you look out for excessive taxation. We minimize taxation if that's an issue. And then we take Then we look at taking care of leaving, leaving a legacy, taking care of your children, grandchildren, great grands, right? In that order, in that order of importance, because we care about you as the client first. And we yeah. want you to get peace of mind, right? First. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and I love that failure to communicate. I think we could do a whole show on failure to communicate. That's what I was writing down. And one of the biggest issues that I wanted to tackle this year, Brenton, that we, I have done a poor job of this. As an estate planning and elder law attorney, I've always had a hard time talking about death which is weird, right? Um, yeah. Because we are dealing with folks and we're planning for end of life issues a lot of times, right? Yeah. For that. But I'm, you know, I have a hard time bringing myself to cope with that, to face that reality, right? Because I'm going to be immortal. I'm going to live forever. I'm not going to think about that. And one of the days, these days, I'm just going to be gone, right? So, yeah. so you know, I, I'm I'm the same way. It's hard That's to right. face our own mort- mortality, okay? Um yeah, it, it is. And it facing was, your own more t- I think we need to do an entire discussion just on that because that's huge. Yeah. And, 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 and it'll be th- cathartic for us, too, and yeah. how we bring our clients to face that as quickly as possible in a comfortable way. Right. Well, what no one tells you when you go into this profession is that you're relied upon as a guide in that conversation because people aren't comfortable with it. And in fact, it's rare to find someone who's comfortable talking about it. And they look to you as the attorney to help guide them through that conversation. And if you're able to confront your own mortality, you can better help others do the same and understand the importance of planning. But the other thing, too, is that we are motivated, motivated by fear. You were right about that. As humans, we we're motivated. motivated well, primarily. Seconds primarily. love, but primarily. Yeah, primarily motiva- motivated love. by fear. I don't know why I'm saying motivated we are today. But anyway, so the if we can change our ambient anxiety, right, this thing that sits on the back burner of our mind but is always present and makes bitter the sweetness of life, right? This, this, this lack of peace of mind, this not dealing with the inevitable, not dealing with their own mortality, this thing that makes us very sensitive to fears, makes us act irrationally towards fear, makes us primarily motivated by fear. You know, if we're able to confront that, then we can go through life with a lot more ease and a lot more appreciation for what it is. And I mean, that's the whole concept behind memento mori, right? Is if realizing that you're immortal, realizing that one day that you will pass away and, and realizing that the life that you have, it's so much sweeter, so much more gratifying because of that, you know? And, you know, this is deeply philosophical on this, you know, estate planning uh, topic, but 
the thing is, is that if if you can't do that as an individual, then you're going to have a hard time planning. And we don't have to get there. We don't have to get there in a consultation. I mean, it's a free consultation. We're there for an hour. We can talk about that. But, you know, if you're able to get there as an individual, you're going to have so much more peace of mind. Yeah, if you're if you're if you're afraid of something, you you, you have to confront it to overcome it. That's the that's the quickest and easiest path through. Yep. So, so confronting it and then overcoming it would be understanding it, fighting around it, and then it takes the fear out of it. So yeah. the anxiety goes away. So uh, you know, I'd love to do a whole talk on that as well. So so failure fa- failure to plan ahead. Not, not reviewing your estate plan regularly. Um, yeah, that's a big one. You know, I, I would say laws change over time. Policies change over time. Um, you know, there can be drastic changes over hundreds of years looking just at the laws in the United States. Um, and, you know, e- even over, say, a 10-year period, it can change. People can die. There's deaths in the family. People can sell assets. They get new assets. People get divorced. I mean, you know, I've, I've counseled a bunch of folks uh, who still have wills from 20 years ago to their first wife and they're on their third. Right. So they're leaving. You know, yeah. so. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I've seen many, many individuals who own a house and the deed still has their ex-spouse's name on it. Name on it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, they've been divorced. I mean, you know, decades. And we had, ta- we had been talking about last week. You know the importance of premarital estate planning. Yeah, postmarital estate planning is extremely yeah. important as well. It is rewarding somebody you don't want to reward. Okay. Yeah, and another one that I've, uh, I see that no one ever talks about is you may have inherited something from a will or a trust, and let's say that trust sets another one up for you as well. To you know that you it's your own little trust that you inherited. Um, yep. You know that needs to be reviewed as well. Uh, the way that you know, that that the the name that that trust is being, you know, um, given, you know, the, the how stuff's titled in the name of that trust, just review that it's all uh, copacetic because, you know, people mess that up quite a bit. Those, Funding the trust, man, people yeah. uh, and attorneys and, and people alike just misunderstand or don't do a good job at that sometimes. Um, yeah, putting things in the trust. You gotta, you gotta put things in the trust to protect things. It's another good ELR article. I mean, I've got a bunch of ideas coming out of this one for good things we're going to talk about. And then, uh, you know, if you move in from out of state, same thing. Warrants an estate planning review because you might have options in North Carolina that were not available to you in other states. A ladybird deed is a great option. That's yeah. an example of that. For example, so um, plus you take an Alaska power of attorney to a North Carolina bank. And they're going to look at you like you're an alien because they're not going to understand that. Okay. Um, It's just going to practically cause problems. So, um, you know, in seeking professional help would be my third. I think we've come up with 10 different points in these three. And that's kind of how it goes. But, uh, you know, we're going deep today, not seeking professional help. Okay. Yeah. Um, You know, that's huge. We were talking about marketing this morning. I'll give you an example. we need to seek professional help in our marketing. And yeah. one of the things I've thought about doing and talked to Morgan in our office about doing is we're going to bring in a consultant, a guru who can look at what we do and help us quickly up our game, right? Through a yeah. consultation, through spending time with us, can quickly help us answer some of our questions, 
that we're kind of searching around in the lights in the dark for a light switch about. Okay. Yeah. And same thing with estate planning with elder law. Um, you know, I went yesterday, I recorded a video where I went to Bojangles and I ordered a, a will, a trust and a ladybird D with the side of power of attorneys and the, and the woman, and she played along. She was a sweetheart. She said, huh? <laughs> we don't have that here. Right. That's because you went to the wrong place and you, you know, you're asking your friends, you're asking everybody else, you're looking online um, when you're just not going to the right place and seeking yeah. help. Yeah, you know, there's a there's a, a, an allure to DIY, right? And um, it reminds me of this old truck that I had, um, you know, in college. I had this truck that it was a beater. And, um, you know, I, I had money saved up to where I could have it fixed, but I always worked on it myself. I just look up a YouTube video on how to work on it. I had some you know, mechanical inclination. Um, sure. but I'll tell you, I work on that thing and get it running just good enough to, for it to break down, you know, on something else a couple of weeks later. And um, I'd buy a part or whatever, work on it. And, you know, I realized that the time, effort and money that I'd spent on that thing, I could have taken it in you know, spent the money initially and I, I wouldn't have been a problem. I wouldn't have been on the side of the road, broke down. Um, I wouldn't have had that embarrassing conversation with that one girl that I was trying to pick up on a date because I uh, didn't have a vehicle at the time. Right. I wouldn't have had all that suffering and pain if I had just gone to a professional in the first place and gotten it done. And uh, you see that, you know, every once in a while you see someone come in and they bring you what they got and you're like, Oh, okay. You know, I, I commend your effort, but it's just, if it's not what you do, you need a professional to do it for you. You will actually save money by seeking professional help. Yeah. You will save money by spending money on the right professional. Um, you'll save and, time. Yeah. And peace of mind, too. I mean, if I, I'm just saying, if I work on my own car, even if I thought I did a good job, there's something in the back of my mind saying, ooh, you could have messed something up. You know, yeah. and so I'm going to have the anxiety like I was talking about, like, man, this thing might break down. I might not have done a good job. Um, so, you know, you want to you want to have that peace of mind knowing that it was done and done correctly. So in that spirit, um, you know, thanks for watching the Elder Law Report. We really put a lot of thought um, and, you know, into what we do and into recording these on the different topics. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed the topic today of uh, the three estate planning mistakes which turned into about three 10, ten. <laughs> yeah, three or 10 uh, yeah. estate planning mistakes. And we'll come uh, to you in upcoming weeks, every week, at least um, every week uh, with different topics as well. Some of the ones we're going to come out with is the funding, the trust I'm going to live forever, right. Or titled facing your own mortality or confronting death. I don't know. Some combination of those. Or all what? What anxiety and our emotions tell us, I think that would be a good good one. Ignoring um, what our emotions are telling us and also a failure to communicate. So so we'll do all those as well and more that we have slated to, to record this year. And uh, I would offer a free consult for anyone out there who wanted to seek professional help and sit down and talk about getting your affairs in order. You can call 1-888-999-6600 or schedule right online on mine or Britain's calendar at mcelderlaw.com slash scheduling. So thank you so much for doing this with me, Britain, today. I appreciate that. You yeah. Have a good day. You too. Right. Please don't wait too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. Life is
We put off planning till things get slow Tomorrow's never promised today Don't get too busy and let it all slip away Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Foundational planning or more complex We can help when you're perplexed If a loved one needs long-term care We can help avoid some of the scare Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law Benefits and even probate We take the planning piece off your plate If you or your spouse were in the military We can help with benefits for your family Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elder Law 